0: On this episode of the Mystery Kids podcast, we'll be talking about the history of the Salem Witch Trials. Welcome to Mystery Kids Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you here for another month of The Mystery Kids podcast episode. And this month was actually chose by a patron. This episode was picked by Marcy Gonzalez, one of our lovely patrons, and they asked if we could talk about the 1602 Salem Witch Trials. So, Marcy, I got you. We're going to talk about this episode. First, we're going to shout out to our newest patrons, And shout out the birthdays for the month of September. Already we are to finally the season of fall. We have past summer. I mean, it's still summer temperatures where I live, but I'm gonna claim it's fall. I think it's fantastic to have a fall month. So I wanna shout out to happy birthday for September birthdays. So we've got Aubrey C, happy birthday. Ansley Adrady, happy birthday. Xander, Julian. Avon Gondek, Aaron, Julian, Aaron, Anton, Porter, Kayla, Aria, Eloise, Morawicki, Miles, Nathan, Tempe Appleton, Jasmine, Ainsley S., and Harrison A., So happy birthday to all of you. If you need to submit your birthday, make sure you go do it through um, the link in the show notes so that you can have your birthday announced on the right month. Oh, I almost forgot one. It like reorganized the name. So I am so sorry. I almost forgot Asher. So (laughs) happy birthday, Asher. And a huge shout out to our newest subscribers or patrons, Max, Maverick, Ella Blue, Cole, and Ada Happy. I'm so grateful to have you here. If you are a new patron or subscriber, because now I have both with Spotify and there's not a great place to message me, head over to Instagram, the mystery kids podcast and send me a message there. I make sure to check on those daily so I can get your name in for a shout. And I have a new surprise for my patrons and my subscribers. I am adding an extra episode. So every month, if you are a patron or subscriber for $5, you get a bonus episode and you get an animal facts episode. Well, I just decided to add monster of the month episodes where I'll tell you about a monster of the month. because. My porter is obsessed with monsters, so I thought I would add that in as just like a really fun little storytelling session. So this month I did one on Frankenstein's monster, and I hope you love it. It's just a fun twist so we can kind of talk about the classic monster stories in kind of a fun, fun way. So I hope you enjoy that. So hop on and join and be a subscriber. It keeps this podcast running, and I just, I can't tell you how grateful I am for Now, on to the story of the Salem Witch Trials. Three women were thrown into jail to await their trial for practicing witchcraft. During the trial, Tituba confessed to having seen the devil and also stated that there was a coven or a group of witches in the Salem village area. So Good, her name was Good, and Osborne insisted that they were innocent, but the court did not believe them. They found all three, three women guilty of practicing witchcraft. The punishment was hanging. As the weeks passed, the other young girls claimed to have been infected by witchcraft too. They accused the other townspeople of torturing them, and a few of the so-called witches on trial even named others as witches. Women were not the only ones believed to be witches. Men and children were accused too. By the end of the trials in 1693, 24 people had died. Some in jail, but most died from hanging. Eventually, after seeming to realize how unfair the trials were to the accused, the court refused to hear any more charges of witchcraft. All the accused were finally pardoned in 1711. No one's really sure why the witchcraft, witchcraft craze spread the way it did, but it brought lasting changes to the United States legal system and the way evidence and witnesses were treated. The Salem village hangings were the last execution of witches in the United States. So the Salem witch trials were a series of prosecutions in which over 200 people were being accused of practicing witchcraft. They took place in a number of cities in Massachusetts Bay Colony in the years 1692 and 1693, but they primarily happened in the town of Salem. So did the people really believe in witches? So during the late 17th century, the Puritans of New England believed that witchcraft was the work of the devil and was very real. Now, this fear was not new to the United States. It was happening through the late middle ages and into the 1600s. Thousands of people were executed, executed in Europe for being witches. So the fear actually started in Europe and spread to the United States. So the witch trials in Salem began when two little girls, Betty Paris, who was nine and Abigail Williams, who was 11, they began to have these strange fits. They would twitch and scream and make strange animal noises. And they claimed they felt as if they were being pinched or struck with pins. When they were interrupted at like when they interrupted the church, the people of Salem knew like this is the devil is, because it's interrupting church. So it's got to be the devil. Now, the church blamed their condition on witchcraft. They said that three women in the village had cast spells on them. So Tituba, the girl's servant, who told them stories of witchcraft and probably gave them the idea. Sarah Good, a local beggar and homeless person. And Sarah Osborne, a lady who rarely came to church. They picked those three ladies. There obviously was nothing about them that they were like, we're just going to pick these three. No, they had reasons for picking them. So soon the entire town of Salem and the villages around them were in a panic. And it didn't help that Chetuba, the girl's servant, she actually confessed to being a witch and making a deal with the devil. Now people, they began to blame everything bad that happened on witchcraft. Hundreds of people were accusing of being witches and the local pastors of the Puritan church began to have trials to determine who was and wasn't a witch. So how did they determine if you were a witch or not? There were a number of tests determined, okay, to see who's a witch. Let's see what those tests are. They obviously are going to be really good ones. Makes perfect sense. The touch test. The person afflicted with fits will become calm when touched with the witch who cast the spell on them. Okay, a little quirky. Um, Confession by dunking. They would dunk an accused witch into water until they finally confessed. Okay. Um, The Lord's Prayer. If a person could not recite the Lord's Prayer without error, they were considered a witch. Spectral Evidence. The accused would claim to have seen the witch in their dreams, working with the devil. Their evidence was based off someone's dream or someone telling a story. Submersion. The test which accused was bound and dropped in the water. If they floated, they were considered a witch. Uh, Of course, if they didn't float, they would drown. So they would drop people in ropes into water and be like okay if they float they're a witch if they drown they're not a witch so literally like kill people okay pressing in the test heavy stones would be placed on the cues this was supposed to be forced to the confession out of the witch unfortunately the person being pressed couldn't breathe to give a confession so an 80 year old man named giles was actually killed during this test so how many were killed during all these tests because these were not not tests that we use in today's world. Um, At least 20 people were put to death during the trials and over 150 more were jailed and some were died just because of the poor conditions in jail. So what did they do to make the trials end? As more and more people were being accused, the public began to realize that innocent people were being condemned to death. Basically, you could be like, I don't like my neighbor and tell a story about them and they would get killed. That is really scary. So after months of trials, the governor decided to put an end to the trials with the last trial being held May of 1693. I am so glad I live in modern times because that is just absolutely nuts. The governor actually pardoned the rest of the accused of witches and they were released from jail. Although most of the accused witches were women, um, some men were also accused. A majority of the people who claimed to be afflicted by witches were girls under the age of 20. There were actually more people accused of being witches in the town of Andover than in the town of Salem, but Salem actually executed the most people for being witches. The trials were declared unlawful in 1702, and Massachusetts actually formally apologized for the trials in 1957. The first person that was ever executed during the trials was Bridget, Bridget, Bridget Bishop of Salem oh my gosh this is like the craziest story because like it's a real story like people were just in what's known as like a mass hysteria so people believe kind of like if you remember the episode we talked about the dancing where people were like dancing until they die this is kind of similar to that where everyone's just in hysteria and is like against each other and everyone's kind of pitching their own stories of what's happening. And this was this hysteria that was happening not only in America, but in Europe as well. And so people were dying just for being accused. So as they talked about, a lot of laws really changed in our history, in America's history, because they realized how unlawful this was and that people needed evidence. You needed like actual, you needed proof that someone did it. And that's why in today's world, we have courts and we have people that judge and the jury to figure out things and everyone brings together the evidence and they have to be convicted without a doubt they committed that crime because things like this would happen where people would be convicted with no evidence at all. I ran across a story the other day that I thought was really good. It was about a history teacher um, that she taught middle school And she gave her students the assignment that they were all sitting in class and she gave them a little note card to let them know if they were a witch or not. And the class had to figure out which group had like, they had to break off into groups and whoever had the least amount of witches in their group would win. And so the class was like accusing people and arguing and trying to figure out. And there was like a ton of little groups in the end. and. Everyone was just like, okay, who, who's the witch? Who's the real witches? And everyone said, no one's the witch. And so they were like, okay, teacher, who is the witch? And she said, no one. Just like in the Salem witch trials, no one was the witch. And what a, like an incredible way to talk about how people can start aiming together and try to pitch each other against each other when no one really was doing anything. Oh, such a crazy story. So, I, uh, I'm so glad we've come so far since the Salem witch trials. I hope you have a fantastic month, and we'll see you next time on the Mystery Kid Talk. Thanks for listening.